This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This is Behind the Rose, where Bachelor Nation meets country music and everything in between. Here's your host, Blake Horseman. Hello, and welcome back to Behind the Rose Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Horseman, here with my buddy, as usual, Eric Bradley. And today, we have special guest, Kelly Chase. Kelly was a contestant on the debut season of a new Netflix dating show, Love is Blind. We talk about dating in the pod, the power of a first kiss, and the surprising reaction she got when she told her mom the show was going to end in a wedding. She's a mindset coach, and her new podcast is called Chase Life with Kelly. Here's our chat with Kelly Chase, Behind the Rose. Hey, Kelly. Thanks for joining us. Hi. Thanks for having me, guys. So excited to be here. We've been trying to get this happen for a while now, so I'm glad we finally were able to pin down a time. Yeah, absolutely. Thank yeah. you. We have a lot to talk about and stuff, so I'm, I'm excited to get to know what you do for a living. And we'll get into that later, but like, I'm really excited to I'll talk all that fun stuff. So. Okay, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm on like a, like a double date with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Works for me. You'd only be so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> you would only be so lucky. <laughs> Uh, no. So, um, a lot of our listeners know you from love is blind, but what were you doing before the show? Like what was, what was Kelly like before love is blind? (laughs) (laughs) I had, I guess probably like a year prior to filming love is blind. I had set out on a personal development journey. So I had like, like left my last corporate job that I, I mean, I worked corporate from, you know, when I graduated until I was 20, no, 30 something. I don't know. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it was definitely like corporate world for like 10 years and just was like super unfulfilled. I had a lot of, um, I guess just like now I know what was going on, but like behavioral patterns that like, I was constantly like working like Monday through Friday, like in this hustle and grind mode all the time. Like I always worked multiple jobs in addition to my corporate job. Mm-hmm. Um, I got like a health coaching certification back in 2013. So I was like health coaching and like fitness training doing that, but still like running it on the side. And probably like a couple years into that, I became like a fitness trainer for an all audio based fitness app. And I just had like a lot of members like reaching out to me saying like, Oh my God, you're like changing my life or, you know, not, and not just like in the like weight and body image, but right. like, Oh, I'm like able to you know, just like have more boundaries and be more in my power in my, in my marriage or in my relationships. And I was just like, what am I doing with my life? Like, I need to like lean into this more. I need to let go of the thing that's taking up most of my time, which is my nine to five job. Um, and really capitalize on my health coaching at that point. So that was back in 2017. And, um, like I said, I had been working so much on the weekends. I mean, this was years. I mean, probably since college, I was every weekend, like doing the same thing, the same song and dance, like going out, getting hammered, making (laughs) stupid decisions. (laughs) And then regretting it Monday through Friday right? and then doing it again. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it was like that, like, and I didn't recognize it until obviously, like, like I said, probably like 2017, I was like, something has to change because nothing's changing. If nothing's changing, like I have to change things. So yeah, like middle of, I mean, the summer of 2017, I was just like, okay, I I'm leaving corporate life. I have enough income coming in that I can like support myself for a while. Mm-hmm. And just really dove into like personal development, the beginning of 2018. Um, I mean, I read more books in 2018 than I probably have in my life. So started listening to podcasts, um, because I was in the like online coaching space. That was like the podcasts that I was listening to were more of like, Oh, like how to grow your business and like mm-hmm. that type of situation, but empowering and whatnot. Um, yeah. And so I just started like investing more into me, my self care completely did like a 180 from what I was doing. I mean, it did become kind of lonely though, because like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, I have my friends that are like still single and going out and partying all the time. And then right. I have my friends that are like <laughs> married and having kids. That's where mm-hmm. I'm at right now in my life. Like, That's where like, I've always been. It's one or the other, you know? It's like, yeah, it's a weird. Yeah. 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 Like I said, it became kind of like a lonely time for me because, and then I started like internalizing, well, do my friends just not like me anymore? Do they not want to hang out with me? Because nobody, like everyone stopped reaching out to me. But mm-hmm. when people were reaching out and me telling them like, no, I'm just going to stay in tonight, you know, because I'm going to read. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
then after after a few no's, they're gonna stop asking you to right. do things. Right. So that's that's incredibly brave. Like I know there's so many people who are in the same position as you, and they just, they just don't have the guts to be like, okay, I'm gonna quit a steady job and I'm gonna invest in myself, you know, and stop going out and kind of like yeah, take, take responsibility of like, you know, like your mental and your physical and all that health. And it, it takes a lot. So props to you for actually like taking that step, you know, and knowing and feeling like you needed to take that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I had some saving. I, I think if I didn't have like some savings built up, then that probably would have been a scarier decision, but mm-hmm. But yeah, it's the it's the security of a job that a lot of people like, even me, you know, coming off the show, I still worked for eight months coming off the bachelorette and it was still hard, even though I, I had, you know, I was fine financially. It was still so hard to be like, okay, like I'm just going to like go out on my own and see if I can figure this out. No health insurance, you know, none of that kind of stuff yeah. where you have. So it is a hard thing to do. So that, that's pretty cool that, that you were able to do that. And then when did you actually get on the show? Later that same, like 2018, when I had started my whole okay. like journey, it was October 1st, we started like filming. Because I've always wondered that because Netflix does it a little different. They like film and then release yeah. it way later. Oh yeah, I know. Wow. I'm like, like, Crazy. and not to say we didn't know if the show was ever going to air, but like, we were like, is it ever going to air? <laughs> right. It's been like two years. <laughs> yeah. Two years. That's crazy. Almost. Two. It was like a year and a half really. Yeah. But. So did you have to stay quiet for that long about the details on the show? Yeah. I mean, oh, it's gotta be so tough. My close friend, like, obviously like, so I'm sure we'll get into it, but like the wedding scene, like mm-hmm. half of my friends were like in the audience. So they obviously knew what happened, you know, but we right. all, like, I mean, everybody had to sign like a NDA or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, I only told like one random person because I was on a date and uh-huh. the guy, the guy like tells me that he just like had broken off an engagement because his like fiance or ex fiance was like cheating on him. And I wasn't like trying to make light of a situation at all, but I was like, oh yeah, I was recently engaged too. (laughs) (laughs) And then he probably wanted to dig into that. (laughs) Oh yeah. So he was like, wait, what? Like, okay, so tell me about that. And so I did. And he was like, okay, well. um." (laughs) (laughs) That would be a funny conversation. (laughs) Yeah. So were you just basically like in the part and you like, because I know for me, when I went on the show, it was like a good, like the timing was perfect. It was like, okay, like. I'm financially stable. Like I'm happy is where I am. And I, I love my job, but I don't, or I like my job, but I don't love it. It was that kind of thing. So you were just in the right time at the right moment. Like everything just happened to fall into place for you. And you were like, you know what? Let's do it. Like, let's go on a reality television show, you know? Cause that's a weird thing to say. Yeah, it was very weird. I never, ever expected myself. I mean, I think every girl out there wants to be like on The Bachelor. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I just like, I, I was, I was in like, I felt like I was in a lot better place in my life to do it. Um, but yeah, they reached out to me and pitched the idea. Honestly, the initial thought was like, I would love to do this to like prove to my friends that I don't just like date model looking guys and (laughs) I'm shallow as shit, you know, like (laughs) they know that I'm not, but I think the trajectory, like after dating certain guys and like heartache and rejection after one another, it was like the guys that I was trying to date did have some type of physical um, you know, attributes. So <laughs> <laughs> well, you're very self-aware. It sounds like you, like, you know, like you're, you know, if you're headed in the wrong direction, you're dating the wrong guys. Like you sound very self-aware, which is a huge trait. Like that's great. Yeah. yeah thank <laughs> you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I wasn't always self-aware, so. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, then pitching the show, I mean that, like I said, that was the initial like thought was like, Oh, I'm going to prove to my friends. But then after that, I was like, no, this is really cool. Like, this is a really cool concept. Because even, like, dating apps, like, you're still judging a book by its cover. You still are 100%. like, mm, I don't know, let me swipe. Yeah. 100%, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, the concept of the show in itself is pretty cool, you know. And and then watching it actually play out was super fun to see because I would be super interested in it because I also, obviously, I mean, for everybody, the first thing that you notice about somebody is, you know, is physical. But sometimes some of the people that you connect with the most, like you wouldn't be attracted to. So it's kind of interesting to see how it worked out for a lot of people on that show. I mean, I was honestly surprised, like knowing myself at the time back in 2018. And like I said, just kind of like the pattern of my dating up to that point I remember so I didn't tell my parents that there was like a wedding at the end I just said it was like a dating show until like the day before I was supposed to go on the show because I was like I should probably like just in case I make it 
they should probably know about this. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Real. Next time you see me, I'll be engaged yeah. and yeah. we're going straight into a wedding. Yeah, exactly. So it was really funny though, because I remember like having the conversation with my mom and I was so nervous to have it because I just, I knew her reaction would be like over my dead body. Are you getting married on TV? Like, are you crazy? Mm-hmm. So anyways, I like, I'm like, okay, so mom, there's like this little big factor I left out of everything. I was like, so I know I told you that there could be like an engagement, but yeah, we actually have to get like do a wedding. And she like, her response was so unexpected. She was like, well, you know, I mean, you just, it is what it is. And like, who knows? Like, it's okay. I mean, that's fine. And I was like, like, I literally turned to her and I was like, do you want grandchildren that bad, mom? (laughs) (laughs) Are you that desperate? Like, that's great. Are you that desperate? (laughs) She's like, you just never know. I mean, like, you know, you're getting older now. It's like, whatever, like whatever, however it's supposed to happen is how it's supposed to happen. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh yeah, but. (laughs) So, so walk us through a little bit there. There at the beginning, the beginning of the show, you're talking to somebody through basically, you know, a wall, basically. Yeah, you um, start in a pod. Yeah, right? a pod, right? Yeah. It's <laughs> just crazy. I love it though. Like I'm so interested. <laughs> yeah, the timeline of the show is incredible. Pod vacation, move into an apartment, meet the parents, yeah. get married. Yeah. So how long were you guys actually in the pod? Because um, all this happens in a month, right? Yeah. Like yeah, technically. Oh, wow. A little bit. I mean, the whole filming process was seven weeks, but that last week, the seventh week were like all of our weddings. So technically it was gotcha. like Six plus a day. Okay. Yeah. So, pod life. <laughs> pod life. It was, um, I think it was like eight or nine days that we were actually in the pods. Okay. And we had, most of the time, we had two rounds of, not rounds, but I guess like series of datings per day. So, it's like, like, so the first few days, um, like everybody does this, like it's speed dating. You're technically speed dating, but you just can't see the person. Cause we had, I think we had seven minutes the first day with everybody. And that seven minutes for some was a very long time. Otherwise it was real short. Like it felt Mm -hmm. like a minute, but yeah. So it was like seven minutes. And then like at nighttime we would do like another like speed dating round. Oh, okay. I know you guys probably like picked up on this, but like a lot of the girls were dressed up and the guys were like, not so yeah. much or <laughs> yeah, totally yeah i mean they told us to obviously like dress up or whatever so we did although we couldn't see anybody yeah, um yeah. but you know whatever so yeah we dressed up but then like at nighttime obviously we could just like wear whatever we wanted to and just like gotcha. loungewear or something so yeah but, yeah so it was um yeah it was it was intense it was really it, it's crazy because yeah like you see like everyone getting proposed to online and it's like a matter of like an episode (laughs) exactly yeah (laughs) but you really did I mean you could tell I think maybe by like the third day think about this like if I had like two dates with you in one day and then the next day I also had two dates like that's already four dates like the average person doesn't go on four dates in 48 hours you know they that may be one a week that could be mm-hmm. a whole month goes by before you have Good your point. fourth day with someone so yeah so it was just like collapse time dating basically and so by like day like three we really did have like we knew who we were connecting with we knew who we weren't connecting with and we knew like where things were going mm-hmm you honestly probably spent more time with the person you're dating than I did with like Becca on the bachelorette. Honestly, like it's crazy. Like we're, our show's crazier than love is blind to be completely honest. Like to think, if you really think about the time actually spent together. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Cause you guys spend a decent amount of time and have a lot of conversations, you know? Yeah. We definitely had a lot of conversations. And like I said, I mean, in the time length. So, you know, we, I guess you would say it was like process of elimination as the days went by. So if we started with like, 10 guys by the end obviously by the end you're only talking to three guys and so your time of your date gets longer so that seven minutes winds up being i think our longest date time was like an hour and a half that we had with like one person okay and and like you said the conversations obviously like you skip the the bs you know you kind of go to like the serious stuff because you know kind of what you're getting into you like the show is like you're supposed to like at the end of the day you're engaged and married at the end of this so yeah absolutely and i mean it's interesting because (laughs) 
there, one of the guys or not one, but there were multiple ones that I was having more surface level conversations with. And I obviously, as you guys know now, like I'm a, I'm a deeper person. And because of that whole like personal development journey that I had already gone on, like I was just already becoming more self-aware and I knew like vulnerability is just like the key to like a mm-hmm. good relationship. And so I was like, this guy is keeping it so surface level. Like he's, he's never going to go deep with me. Like this isn't going to work. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Yeah. And I want to, I want to get into, um, that mo- first moment when you're like, you know, the, you get out of the pot and everything. So let, let's get into that right after this. Basically, you've been talking eight or nine days now, you know, you've been talking to guys and you're in this pod life is what you called it, which I love. And <laughs> what was that moment like when you finally got to see like the person, the person on the other side of that wall? Um, (laughs) it was so intense. Okay. So backstory on that, Kenny and I, like, basically like we were called to like do our like final reveal and we got pumped twice before we even got to see each other. Wait, what? What does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So we were like standing there and like, we're, we're in separate rooms. Obviously there's like that red carpet between us and the doors opening and stuff. And like Vanessa Lachey and like the other, like the camera, the director, producer girl, she was like, okay, the next time that something happens, like we're going to leave the room, but the next time something happens, like those doors in front of you are going to open, you're going to see them. You're going to run out there and do your thing. And I was like, okay, so I'm standing there. I am shaking, like absolutely shaking knees sweating but cold at the same time I didn't even know what was going on in my head all these kinds of emotions and I like honestly the first thing that came to my head was like what if I'm not physically attracted to this man you're gonna be able to tell on my face you're gonna be able to tell (laughs) holy shit like I think I was more worried about that (laughs) (laughs) you're just like oh man like on your face you know like that would that would be hard oh my gosh yeah yeah so um which we did see that with jessica and mark (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah poor mark (laughs) yeah so i was like standing there shaking and it was like a solid probably like minute and a half or two minutes even like went by and i'm just like oh my god one of these doors gonna go open anyways all of a sudden the door like behind me opens and and like vanessa walks in and she's like i'm so sorry (laughs) she's like they're like we have to like I think they were having like camera issues or something. Right. So I was like, okay, like, just kidding. Like, <laughs> So I was like, okay, I can like decompress for a second. I'm cool. And then she was like, okay, we're like rolling again. So we go back up there and I start shaking again, not as aggressively, but I'm shaking again. The door opens up again from the backside. And they were like, I'm so sorry. We have to cut for lunch. I was like, no. So a whole hour had to go by. Oh I can meet my him. God. I'm surprised that I could eat though. Like, and I ate so much food that moment because I was like, I'm so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But, I would be so mad. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my God. But it, it honestly, it like lessened my anxiety at that point. I was like, okay. So like the third time's a charm and right. yeah, the doors open, the doors did open. And I mean, honestly, initially my initial reaction was like, I'm not like 100% attracted, like physically attracted to him, but, but he's, he's attractive. Like he's Mm -hmm. in a handsome man. Right. Right. And so anyways, we're like walking towards each other and I'm just like all smiles, giggling, uncomfortable, whatever. And (laughs) yeah, I mean, it was like super sweet. So nice. Like he got down on a knee and like actually like had a ring and proposed and whatnot. Um, and then he kissed me and I was like, Oh, okay. You just, got more attractive. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Good to know. Go Kenny. Okay. But yeah, it was like super sweet, but it was, it was interesting. Cause like we stood there for like, it was like a solid like 15 or 20 minutes that we had to just like have with each other, mm. but it was so weird. Like we're the only people there and there's just like cameras and like the crew and stuff. I'm like, this is so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, so yeah, that was the initial reaction and mm-hmm. that was it. <laughs> yeah. So you talked about kind of about producers. I don't know how much you can get into it, but were they really hands-on like throughout the, the, or was it kind of, cause some reality television shows, they just step back and let you guys like real life is crazier than fake, you know, or right. were they kind of like hands-on with you guys? No, they were definitely, um, I mean, they may have like encouraged a particular right. like conversation topic for us to dive into, but where we took it, anything, I mean, obviously nothing was scripted. Um, yeah, they let us do whatever and, Okay. So it was, it was real. <laughs> yeah, it was real. Exactly. Yeah. I like that. That's good to hear though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at this point you go on the, you know, your vacation and everything. And then, so you guys had a strong connection, obviously in the pod and then throughout, was there any moment where you were like, 
this might happen, you know, or was there, was, was that like a moment for you? Did you have one of those moments? I did. I did have those moments. I mean, Kenny and I were, I mean, he's very self-aware too. Um, more, more than I was at that point. Now looking back, I'm like, he was like super aware of himself. So we had had conversations about like, okay, well, like what if if this doesn't pan out, then, you know, we're, we're still like, we are attracted to each other. We like each other. Like we'll just like continue dating. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like where we were at with everything. But as the weeks progressed, and I'm thinking to myself, like, I don't think I'm going to, like, I'm, I'm not going to marry him. I don't think I want to do it this way. You know, like, I okay. do need more time. But as the weeks got closer to our, like, wedding, I was like, maybe I, maybe I could marry him. Like, he's really? definitely, like, checked off a bunch of boxes. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he's a stand-up guy. He, and my, our families got along. I mean... That was that was real key. Um, yeah, that's huge. <laughs> you know, it was like yeah, really huge. Be, yeah. Like <laughs> my mom and his mom became like besties. It was like so cute. Oh, um, that's wild. Yeah, your yeah, mom. Your was, mom even like when you walked away from him and he was giving a speech at the altar. He was like, "I actually like him." <laughs> I know. <laughs> she did. She really, really did. But yeah, so I mean, like, probably, and even like the week of the wedding, I just was going back and forth in my head too, just. And obviously, like, we're having conversations with, like, production, and they're, like, really trying to, like, understand, like, well, if you're leaning more towards no, like, why? Mm -hmm. And then, like, well, why? And honestly, I just was not in love with him at that point. I hadn't gotten there, and I don't, obviously, we didn't have the opportunity to get there. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I mean, quick. Yeah, Yeah, it's pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah, like, I was, I was loving, like, I was loving the man that I was getting to know, but I was not in love with him yet. And that's why I was like, my head, I just kept telling production, I was like, my head and my heart are not connecting. Something's Mm. not there. Something's off. And I can't go through with this. So until I, like, said, I'm not in love with him, like, it was kind of like a interrogation in a sense of like, but why, (laughs) but why (laughs) would you have talked to Kenny or if it wasn't for seeing, like if you would have seen him like in real life, basically. Yeah. In real life. Like if you were just out and about, like, would you be like, that's my kind of guy or. I don't think so. No. Uh -uh. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I just, and I, obviously I said this on the show too, but I was just always attracted to like tall, dark brunettes. Mm Like, I just have always been that way. Um, but yeah, I just, no. And, and I think that's like why, like when I first saw him, I was like, okay, like he's a handsome, attractive man, but I'm not actually. Your type, right? Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't a type. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's interesting though. Like when we were in the pods, Kenny and I did not reveal like what we look like to each other. I think a couple of people may mm-hmm. have given like a, one clue or something, but we never did. And, but for whatever reason, I don't know if it's because of Southern accent charm. I don't know, but I just like, I actually did picture like a tall blonde, like Southern gentleman, like, like, I don't know, like a guy from Charleston. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Sometimes I, without seeing somebody, you just hear them on the phone or something. You obviously get an idea of what that person looks like or on the radio. I think that's a good example. Like you think, you know what the DJ is like on the radio, but then you meet him in real life. They're like the complete opposite. But for you, it was kind of, you almost nailed it. I mean, you almost got it right. Yeah. 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 I don't know how. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> good intuition. <laughs> yeah. It's it's interesting though that like even that week of the wedding, you were kind of going back and forth because that would be really hard. Like I remember the week of my, you know, the proposal. Like I obviously was all the way in, but like just the anxiety of like not knowing if she was was hard. I can't imagine being where you were, where you were like, I don't even know if I want to, you know, like that would be yeah. super hard. Yeah. Yeah. Like I knew that had we gotten married, like I knew that we would have probably been fine and had a wonderful relationship but Mm. yeah I think just like those like just that little inner voice going something's off Mm -hmm. just kept me from not doing it obviously well I think yeah I mean obviously that was the right decision because it seems like I mean he's he's now engaged right yeah 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah. like you said earlier you both grew from the experience and everything and now obviously you know you're better off for it so that's pretty cool yeah yeah Yeah, absolutely yeah so what was it like once it aired for you? We're like, what do you remember the first moment you like got recognized and stuff like that? Like, do you remember that? Um, first time I got recognized. Yes. I think I was, cause obviously like pandemic happened like right after That's the so show true. aired. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to think if I went any, oh yes. Okay. I was actually on it. Well, it was a date, but long story. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I was on a date. Um, and yeah, I'm like sitting at the bar with my date and this guy's sitting next to me anyways. And we're just like, all of a sudden we're like, turn, start talking to the guy. And then he was like, no, <laughs> are you the, and I was like, yeah, I yeah. am. <laughs> <laughs> While you were on like, a date. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so like my date, like obviously just like lost it. He was like, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's a pretty so, cool yeah, story. That was the first time I got recognized. But like outside of that, I think I went to like go pick up food, like, you know, to go because all the restaurants shut down and they were doing like outside seating and this like group. Um, this, I guess I was like waiting in line and like one of the husbands like walked up to me and he was like, my, our wives recognize you. Would you mind uh-huh. coming over to our table? And I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you must get this all the time. And I was like, y'all, we've been locked up for four weeks. Like yeah. I don't get anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's like, so yeah <laughs> yeah because like normally you probably would have been doing events you would have known appearances you would have been doing like all kinds of, and you just didn't get that wow yeah yeah, yeah. that's a bummer so, yeah that yeah. is a super i mean i'm sure it'll come back hopefully you'll be able to do that eventually but yeah when did it finish because netflix dropped it all at once right yeah then so people could binge it right is that how it works? yeah well they yeah. released four episodes yeah. a week oh yeah. okay that's what it was okay yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when did it finish? When was like the last week of it airing? It's like the end of February. So they launched it February 13th. And I think it was that last week of February or the week or the like first week of March, something like that. Wow. So right wow. before quarantine. Yeah, Literally. Like, and then it ended like right when it was started. Quarantine started. Yeah. Oh, that's brutal. Wow. I feel so bad for you guys. Yeah. Backtracking. Cause I have a question like about the wedding thing. Yeah. Were you able, would you have been able to break it off prior to that scene or did you have to wait to like say yes or no at the altar we yeah we kind of had to say it at the altar gotcha Gotcha. that that was like one of the things that like you know we were getting hate for it's like you waited all this time like you bitch (laughs) (laughs) no like obviously i would never do that right his emotion was so raw he was like oh shit but he did take it like a champ he took it very well i was like damn Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. Like I said, he's very self-aware. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you guys are still friends now, right? You and Kenny? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, I don't want to like talk because right, um, right. Your acquaintances. But yeah, I mean, we're yeah. friendly. Yeah, we're friendly. Nothing but respect for each other. That's pretty cool. So, and then obviously, you kind of just mentioned it a little bit, but you couldn't travel or anything. But obviously, like on social media, uh, you got a really large following and platform. And obviously, you did. I'm sure, just like every other reality TV star out there, you got some criticism and you get the haters and the trolls and all that. And I, I always find it interesting because everybody kind of has a different method uh, or strategy, you know, in dealing with that. Like what was, what was one of the, uh, yeah, the methods that you used to deal with some of the hate, you know, that I'm sure you got online. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I would say one thing that just like helped me with my anxiety a little bit. I mean, granted I was like checking my phone every five seconds, but, um, (laughs) I don't know how well this helped, but I did turn off like the notifications for like all of my social media, like the week before it even aired, just so I could like get comfortable with that and kind of took like three days off of social media before it aired too, just kind of get my mind right. But I mean, I've always, I mean, not always, but like since I started things, you know, my little spiritual journey a few years ago, I've always been like really big into like journaling and meditation and just kind of honing in on myself, going like connecting with nature, like going outside, hiking, like whatever I need to do to like tune inward. Um, so I mean, one of the biggest things, like, I think I had a lot of friends that were sticking up to me in the comments. <laughs> yeah, that's, all, that's always nice to have. Yeah. But I was like, y'all are just triggering it. Like, just, just don't re- pretend it's not there, you know? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, granted, like you don't read, you don't get to read all the comments and I wasn't trying to, but of course, yeah, I would see like a couple, like, how dare you, you know, when things turned and then messages as well. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like for some, I would just I didn't even like delete the message. I just block the person. Oh, I am so heavy on the block button. I block so fast. One bad thing. I'm like blocked. Yeah. And like get that negative energy out of my life. I don't need it. So, um, as far as though, like, yes, of course, like I'm still human and I have emotions. Like I would get triggered because of course I just want to like retaliate and like say something terrible or tell them like, no, you don't even know what happened. Like get out of here, you know, but I would literally just like respond to some people like, please choose kindness on my page and just throw up a heart. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Yep. 
Yeah. Kill them with kindness. Kill them with kindness. And, yeah. it, and it does work because I, I know a lot of times I'd get an acid DM or something or a message and I just simply comment back and sometimes they're like, oh my God, I didn't think you'd see this. Like, I'm sorry. I'm having a bad day. You know, something like that, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. And that did happen a couple of mm-hmm. times too. So yeah. Yeah. Like, it's cool. Because <laughs> sometimes they forget like we're real humans. Like we're not characters, you know, like we're yeah. not a character on television or an actor. Like we're real humans and people forget that sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I know. There were definitely a couple of times. I think I sent... <laughs> I think I did send someone like a video response once. That's awesome. <laughs> I don't think I've ever done that. <laughs> she got she got me on the day she shouldn't have yep. been saying what she said. <laughs> yep. That's great. So I want to get into what you do now because I love your page and how positive you are and how much you help people. So we're going to get into that right after this. You go through your whole experience on Love is Blind, you know, and you you, you get your platform and... You use this platform, which I love. What is it? You're a mind... Mindset coach. Mindset coach. I love that. Like, explain what that is exactly. Well, I'll tell you the backstory so it'll make sense. But so right after we got done filming Love is Blind, um, like I said, Kenny and I had had the conversation that whatever happens, like we were going to continue dating. Thought that that was still the case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and literally like the next day after filming ended, he was just like... Again, him being self-aware, he was like, I'm like, I'm not in this anymore. I'm emotionally unavailable. I need to like get back to real life, like get back in my career, like just figure life out again kind of thing. And honestly, the conversation was in the matter of like five minutes. I didn't have time to process what he said. So like I heard him, but I was just like, all I heard was like, kind of like rejection. (laughs) And yeah, so I just felt like extremely rejected and okay. So he doesn't want me just like every other guy has a wife. (laughs) (laughs) All the past trauma started coming up. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It was like so pissed anyways. So a few weeks later, um, I had, I had met prior, like earlier that year, um, a business and mindset coach. And I just like really loved her page and like what she was talking about. We had connected further, like in the, you know, in real life actually. Um, but I'm reached out to her. I was like, okay, like I'm not in a good place. <laughs> like my, my brain is mush. I haven't worked in seven weeks. I don't have any clients right now. Like now I have no like income basically. Mm. And I feel like my life is spiraling out of control and this is not okay. So I was like, maybe if I just like go all in, in my like health coaching business, everything will you know, just turn up, you know, right. So, um, yeah, I hired her like a few weeks afterwards and I had the most incredible like breakthroughs of my life. Like she, it was like therapy, which I've only had one, I've only ever been to therapy one time. So, but what I would think therapy would be, this is like how I thought it would be. So she just like had me like go back through like you know, asking basically like what mindset coaching is to my degree of how I do it, um, is asking, like really helping people to understand like their limiting beliefs and their fears and their stories that have created behavioral patterns through their life. So like when it comes to like love dating relationships and like, you know, when the girl is like, Oh my God, I, I keep dating like the worst guys. Like every guy is just shit. You know, they just keep saying those things. And it's like, it's not the guy, it's you. So there's something inside of the girl that has not been healed. It has not been processed. And that's why she keeps attracting the same guy over and over because she has not healed the like actual deep rooted story Mm. from that. So I take them like back as far as we can go to whatever deep rooted story it is. And we start to heal the like energy basically inside the body. And we start to debunk all the stories and the limiting beliefs and form new ones. So like redesigning her like blueprint, redefining what certain things mean in life. And then she can start actually take, like start taking aligned action into like who she wants to be, what she wants to attract, that kind of thing. Yeah. It it sounds a lot like therapy. I think just it's a little more hands-on and like, it's not just like a two hour thing, you know, once a week, like it sounds like it's a lot more hands-on than therapy, but it sounds similar to like finding that past trauma and finding the reason you think this way and fixing that or going back and thinking about that. So it's got to feel good to be able to have breakthroughs with clients. Like that's got to be so fulfilling. Yes. Yeah. No, it is. I mean, literally I had a coaching call like right before this, um, (laughs) we hopped on the podcast and I did like, that is exactly what I do with the client. I was like, 
why are you not? Cause I work with like single female entrepreneurs mostly. Um, so I was like, okay, like she's, she launched a program and I was like, why, you know, how are you showing up? And she's like, well, you know, people aren't buying yet, but you know, it's a pandemic, people can't afford it. And I was like, no, people are spending money. If they had to like get a new tire to borrow, they'd drop money to go get a new tire. Mm. Car. Like you're not creating the emotional connection with your audience. And that's why they're not buying from you. And I was like, so what's the block? So I literally started like backtracking, like, okay, was there a time that, you know, maybe like a relationship that you went through that it didn't work out the way you wanted it to. And she was like, yeah. (laughs) And so we like talked all about that. And then like, basically long story short, we like rooted it back to the fact she lost a grandfather and an aunt within like the same month. So she had like no control of that. Um, she also like was, she had a particular hobby and she stopped doing the hobby because the grandpa used to come do like watch her perform all the time. And now he's no longer there. So now she has no hobby. She was like, I felt like I had no identity. Like I lost my identity completely. And I was like, okay. So she started like looking for external factors to fill the void inside of her she was like working all the time. She went like hard and aggressive into like school and college. And then, like I said, she was like serial dating guys because she, again, she was just like looking for the external factor. So I was like, all of these things are because of that loss. You lost control of, you didn't have control of that situation. Like your family members passed away. You had no control, but you have tried to control things moving forward in life. Well, if I just do this, then this will be like, then this will happen, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, and even like in a recent relationship, she was just like holding on to it. She was like, well, what if, what if he comes back around? What if he comes back around? I was like, that's still trying to control the situation. Still trying to control that relationship. Like just let it go. And if it does come back around, it will. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Damn. I might hire you. I might hire you to <laughs> <laughs> set mine right. Do you talk to men? Yeah, right. Because <laughs> I need I need a, a session. <laughs> <laughs> That's obviously really cool. And it's really cool what you've been able to do um with your platform and, and helping people and everything. I like I said, I love how positive you are in everything you do. And uh it's a good follow. She's a good follow, guys. Um, what is your Instagram? Chase Life with Kelly. Yes, Chase Life with Kelly, guys. Go check her out on Instagram, which is also the podcast as well, right? Yes, you just started a podcast. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Three episodes in. Yeah, three episodes in, launching. It should be one, like every Monday, it should launch like a new episode. So. Perfect. And that's called Chasing Life with Kelly too, right? Yeah, Chase Life with Kelly. Mm-hmm. Chase Life with Kelly. That's awesome. Yeah. We're going to have to dive into the Bachelor talk. Uh, yeah. Yes, let's do that. Yeah, you're a fan because I want to know what you think about this season and everything. First of all, yeah, how do you, how do you think Matt's doing as a Bachelor? I think he's doing really well. Um, I don't really, honestly, I don't know his like complete backstory, but I think he's doing really, really well. Um, he is like, I think I was watching like Caitlin's Instagram earlier <laughs> the other day and she was like, he's just really nice. He's too nice. <laughs> I know he's super nice. <laughs> he's so nice. Um, but yeah, no, I think, he, I think he is doing well. I mean, I think it's just like, it's kind of sometimes like hard to tell like right now because it's like all the girls just like fighting over his attention and everything. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to like, get to know him <laughs> yeah it'll be interesting to see when it always like the drama always happens the first like you know three four episodes and then we start getting yeah. into, like a little serious more serious conversations and things like that so mm-hmm. maybe we'll get to know him a little bit but i agree i think he's doing a great job <laughs> he is a, he's a little nice he's there's not much edge to matt you know like i think he's just oh. like what you see is what you get a super nice guy genuine guy but yeah you know i don't think he'd be called a bad boy by any means you know by anybody right. <laughs> no. yeah. yeah who are your who are some of your favorite girls so far this season honestly i think uh, the girls that you have posted on your story, yeah. Like, like, yeah, I'm like, well, those, I mean, they just seem like the most like genuine, real people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This season, I feel like we've gotten to know like four, of course we've gotten to know Victoria pretty well. She got a lot of screen time, yes. but we've gotten to know really know, like, I think like four or five girls. And I think those four or yeah. five girls are fantastic. I think they're gonna make it pretty far. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Abigail, Rachel, Sarah. Abigail, yeah. And Brie. Brie, I like Brie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who yeah. would be your number one if you had to pick one right now for Matt? Who would that be? I know it's, it's like two episodes in, so it's hard. Yeah. Um, honestly, I think just because they have had the connection from the, the beginning, I think Abigail. Just because she, I don't know. They're just, maybe they're just nice together. <laughs> <laughs> they're just two very two nice, nice people. They're just two really, really nice people. That, like, yeah. yeah, have a great conversation. No, yeah. I think right now I would, uh, that's who I would say right now. We'll see. We'll see how far uh, she makes it. I think she might come down. She's got to, right? I don't know. Yeah. 
I would think so. Unless something crazy happens. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. One thing that we didn't talk on our recap, which maybe we should talk about here. Did you notice Matt being an open eye kisser? Yeah, he is an open like, eye kisser. So creepy. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, you should watch because I've seen it multiple. And I saw him like chirp, chirp himself a little bit on Instagram, like saying, I know. I wonder why. <laughs> I don't know because I think it's super Like I understand like making out with your eyes closed and then like opening them and then close it. But he's just like, he's, <laughs> you know, he's like allied out there. Like it is pretty funny. It's pretty funny to see. Yeah, that is. Yeah. He probably doesn't even know what he's doing. He's probably like the cameras are on me. So I got to keep my eyes open. <laughs> yeah, honestly, might be it though. Or like, he's like, am I doing this right? Cause like yeah, right? You know, everybody's like looking yeah. at him. Like, am I, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Like, Never done this before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that right. is kind of interesting. That's a good way to look at it actually. Yeah. So Abigail right now is your favorite, which I think she's most people's favorite right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah I would agree. This is cute. Awesome. Well, we got some questions for you from some listeners because a lot of people just want to dig into you. It's so funny, you know, all of us go on the show and we just get a glimpse of like who we are as people, yeah. you know? And so I, I you know, I had, a, I had a phone call with a guy from, uh, I guess it's Claire Antasia season. It's hard because when you first get off the show, people expect you to be a certain way or a certain person. And then if you're not, they kind of get a little angry with you. And I'm like, over time, what will happen is you're going to build, you know, a platform where you build on Instagram. It'll be people who are following you for you. They're not going to be following yeah. you because you're Blake from The Bachelorette or Kelly Chase from Blood's Blind. They're going to be following you because of who you are and what you can, you know, what you give them. So it's kind of cool to be given a platform, but then it's even cool to also like build on that platform, you know? Totally. And we got a lot of people in, in the DMs asking got quite a few actually um we kind of talked about how you kind of dealt with with criticism and everything and has has it gotten better for you as far as like you know criticism or because people ask me that question i'm like yeah because i fucking i blocked everybody so like, right. i don't have very many people in my dms <laughs> or comments anymore you know but has it gotten better for you like as time goes on do you still occasionally get you know an occasional troll in there um maybe an occasional troll like it's like yeah, like I'll see all of a sudden like a comment on a picture I posted from back in like March, you know, like on the show. And how could you do that to him? Like, <laughs> you know, things like that. No, like I totally disregard it now. Like yeah, maybe yeah. back then it like affected me, Would but like trigger, now yeah. I don't. Um, I think I think the biggest thing, and maybe you can speak to this too, but you know, really like really learning to like stay in your lane as far as like what you know. <laughs> mm. Um, meaning I have not that I I'm not a political person by any means. I literally just voted for the first time this year ever in my life. But if I even just say one thing, that's when like people can send the DMs and it's like, mm -hmm. oh, you're like this supporter or you're, oh, you like, I don't know. And, and that's like what rocks me right now. I'm like, y'all, this is not up for discussion. We're not having right. a debate. I just, with voicing my thought, one mm. thought, don't yeah. attack me. <laughs> yeah. And I think one, so. one thing that I've, yeah, I've learned over, yeah, stay in your lane is a good way to put it because it's like, mm -hmm. don't necessarily listen to what I say. I was, I fell in love on TV. That's why you know me. It's not because like I'm a political analyst, even physical fitness. Like I'm not a personal trainer, you know, like the only reason you follow me probably is because you know, I fell, you know, fell in love on TV. So you're not going to make everybody happy. Like somebody is right. always going to be mad at you no matter what you post about, you know? Totally. And that's like a hard truth that I've kind of come to learn over the, over the time. Yeah. What is dating like for you now after the show? Because I mean, I know it's COVID right now and quarantine and like, that's a whole nother thing, but like, has it become easier to date now? Has it become harder? Is it just a lot changed for you? How's that? Um, full transparency. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the guy that I had been on the date with when the first fan recognized me, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, we still like did a thing, I guess we're in a relationship, but not, Right. You know, yeah. just dancing around a relationship. Yeah. We were dancing around a relationship. We were COVID boyfriend, girlfriend for, you know, COVID. <laughs> we call that um, a situationship, a situationship, you know? A situationship, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we enjoyed spending time together. Um, so, but just knowing like where I was at, I mean, I launched a whole program about like girls being more in their boundaries and like understanding their dating behaviors and all of this. And I was like, okay, I'm obviously not like fully stepping into my boundaries with this situation. Like, this guy's not ready to be with me. I, I need to let it go. Mm. And so, yeah, in the end of August, um, we actually like, I mean, we haven't talked since August. Gotcha. So yeah, which is, which I mean, honestly, like, yeah, I've like grieved the situation. I'm like sad about it, but also I have felt this like overwhelming, just like inner peace because I don't have to like deal with the bullshit anymore right. of him not fully showing up or, you know, whatever. So and he's a great guy, like nothing bad about him. It just wasn't right. So 
Um, yeah, I don't know. I like started to kind of like get on like Bumble and Hinge because I'm like, I don't oh, know. Yeah. Like, it's funny because like girls would be like, oh my God, like so many guys like sliding in your DMs. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I think people, like, I was, I don't know, you might have to edit this out. Though. I was like, I think people think I'm a lesbian. <laughs> no. So, um, yeah, I mean, I did start like, like I said, like getting into like Bumble and Hinge and I don't know. I just like, wasn't like really, I think I had like a couple of like stimulating conversations, but then it just like fell away. Like, I think it was like around Thanksgiving or something. So gotcha. I don't know. It was just kind of interesting. And then the month of December, I remember. So I was trying to like quarantine myself as much as possible. So I live in Georgia. Like we were the first state to like open everything. Yeah. You guys were. And we're still like as lenient as shit. Like people are yeah. still at the bars. Like it's crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. So anyways, though, my parents obviously wanted me to come home for Christmas and actually like spend the night and like stay for like the whole week or whatever. And so I was like, okay, I'll quarantine pretty much the whole month of December. So there were a couple guys that like, Hey, let's go grab a drink or something. I'm like, sorry. Like I am like actually locking myself in my house for the next (laughs) month. And I was like, but like, I didn't, I wasn't going to be like, Hey, I like fell in love kind of on a TV show where I like didn't even see the guy for nine days. So do you think like this could work like can we just like have like phone call conversations can we the old days things? when you used to just talk on the phone face? before yeah. yeah or now like yeah. we have facetime cocktails right exactly yeah. so mm-hmm. I, I mean i proposed i made the proposal and a, like a couple of guys were like yeah okay like that's never gonna work and then like, a couple were like no totally respect that but then like they never reach back out and i'm like okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> everything like obviously it happens as it's supposed to i was starting my podcast so i was like inner like serial interviewing like a bunch of guests and stuff and like i actually went back and got like a nine-to-five job last summer oh, okay yeah so i'm like coaching and working nine to five. Oh wow yeah so, you're a hustler I've, I've realized that about you you are a hustler yeah 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 but i try not to like that's where i was like my whole 20s so i was like okay i'm not falling back into that like same behavioral pattern so i do make sure that i like go for like walks and I exercise mm-hmm. and like, I have my me time still, which is before, I don't know if I was really doing that stuff, but right. yeah, I am a hustler. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes that's the one thing that people like forget about is like, cause they are worried about hustling so much and working, 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 and they don't take time for themselves. And yeah. that can like seriously affect the rest of your life and the other aspects of your life. And people don't realize that. Yeah. So you again, being self-aware, look at you being self-aware. <laughs> I know. I know. My mom, my mom, like, I did actually, okay, crazy enough. I um, was go- like that Monday before Christmas, I was going to go get a COVID test just so that, you know, cause I, I had to like go to work like every other day. So I was like in the office every other day. So I'm, I am around people there, but like, otherwise I was like socially distancing. Right. Anyway. So I was going to get a COVID test that Sunday before I started feeling like kind of weird. Like I had a headache and just kind of a little bit of low energy, nothing like paralyzing, but just a little low energy. And I woke up Monday, still have the headache. And I was like, this is weird, but whatever. Maybe I'm just tired. Maybe I have been overdoing it. Um, but yeah, I got tested positive for COVID. Mm. And like, my mom was like, God damn it. Like we're like playing the whole Christmas. And <laughs> <they're not here." laughs> yeah. Um, so that kind of sucks, but it was literally like my symptoms. That was it. Low energy and a headache for two days. And then, and by the time I had got my results from the test I took on Monday, like everything was gone. And then I got two negative tests in a row, like right after that. Oh, interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, did I have it for two weeks before? And I just never had symptoms. Right. Right. Like, I don't know. It's like super weird, but, uh, I don't know where I was going with that story, but. (laughs) Well, no, but I'm glad you're like feeling better and everything. There's no long-term effects or any of that stuff. So I finally like went home. I did my like quarantine still. Um, then I went home this past weekend and, you know, I'm just having like stimulating conversations with my parents now. Like they're definitely a lot more deep than ever before. And my mom's like, Kelly, I think you're going to have to like meet someone that like is involved in what you do. I was like, well, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to meet someone that's like having just only surface level conversations with me. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So I want to get into that a little bit. Like what what have you learned about yourself through the whole experience? You know, because like, you obviously were very self-aware going in, but like, have you learned something super important about yourself and like what you want in a relationship through the whole experience? Definitely just, I mean, two things, I guess. I mean, one of like, one of the bigger lessons was like, when you think you've communicated with someone, communicate even more. If you have any assumption, any question, any doubt, like 
ask them the next question. Even if it's three days later and you're still like, okay, this, yeah, like, I'm just, I'm still not clear. <laughs> See, that's like, something I need. That's, I need to be more mm-hmm. self-aware of that because I need to do that more. Like when you think you communicate, you need to communicate more because if you're still, yeah. like you said, if you're still questioning, which I question all the time, like I over, I'm yep. an overthinker. Like, it's yeah. like, just talk to them, just communicate, you know? So, yeah. And I mean, I say that just because, like I said, I thought like Kenny and I were going to date afterwards and there was a red flag. There was, and I just, I think majority of us, we don't look at those red flags. We don't see the red flags as much because we don't want to see them because mm-hmm. we want things to work out and, you know, we want things to be great and awesome. And, you know, it's just like one thing, like your gut, your gut will tell you a lot. So yes. my gut did, it was like, that was weird. But I was just like, I bypassed it. And that mm-hmm. was me not like I was aware of it, but I was still playing into those old behaviors of just bypassing, right. basically. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. but mm-hmm. I mean, I would say that communicate even more. Um, and then just like, vulnerability. I mean, I, I'm a very vulnerable person. I'm extremely transparent and raw. I mean, I remember like, even before the show, I mean, people that I've been like friends of mine, I've been following me for a while now, um, you know, since Instagram started, they're always like, Kelly, I think you're just being a little too raw. Like you're being a little too transparent. Like not everybody <laughs> needs to know every detail of your life kind of thing. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but I don't know. Sometimes like I feel, I just feel called to like talk about some things or if I'm going through a hard time, like I'll share about it. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I've cried multiple times on my Instagram and like Facebook and stuff. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, cause that's real. Like it doesn't need to be like a highlight reel, you know, but mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. love vulnerability. I love being vulnerable. And I, um, I actually had a conversation with Caitlin, um, on Monday and I, we were kind of talking about the same thing. And I was like, you know, was like Jason a, like, was he, is, is he like an over communicator? Like you are. Cause that's what she referred to herself as. And she was like, no, actually like, no, he wasn't. And yeah. she goes, uh, and I said, I go, it's either like the person is going to be on your playing level or they're going to want to be on your playing level. Mm. And she was like, and that's, pretty much where Jason was like, he was like, I have made him more vulnerable and open up and things like that. And so I thought that was like really cool. Um, cause yeah, I'm like, I don't want to change anybody. If you're not ready to be vulnerable and communicate really, then that's okay. You're just not yeah. there in your journey yet. And mm-hmm. you may never be, but you're, right. that's probably not going to work out for me. <laughs> yeah. The only reason I started to get vulnerable is because of the show. Otherwise I probably would never would have gotten to where I am now where I can like yeah. talk openly, you know? So it made no, a big absolutely. I mean, life. I mean, and I'll, you know, share this with you. Like, I think that, like, I loved you on the show because mm-hmm. I was like, he's, he's vulnerable. Like, I, I mean, obviously you, you cried, like you were a couple <laughs> of times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did, but like, I just, and honestly too, like my, my dad is a very emotional, like vulnerable person. And I mm-hmm. think like, I always just like love that about my dad. So when a guy can express his emotions, I'm like, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, That's good to hear because I think like slowly our society is moving towards that and our culture is moving towards more embracing that in men yeah. mm-hmm. uh, rather than just the whole macho toxic masculinity type thing. So that's cool to hear, Kelly. I'm glad you liked me on the show. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, no. Well, thank you so much. Uh, this has been great, Kelly. And um, go listen to our podcast, guys. Just from this little bit, I feel like I've learned a lot from just this yeah. podcast. So uh, today, I even threw up something on my Instagram today that was like, I need to listen to some podcasts like inspiring and empowering. I'm going to listen to yours now because that's going to be a good one I work out. Yeah, so. Yeah, I'm here trying to take notes of the show and what you're saying yeah. <laughs> this whole time. That's great. <laughs> I can't wait to listen awesome. to it back. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, thank you so much, Kelly, for coming on. That was a lot of yeah, fun. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Pleasure. Yeah, we'd love to have you again sometime, I'm sure. So Yeah, we'll have to do a recap. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Definitely. you're a big Bachelor fan. We'll do a recap sometime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, cool. let's do it. Thanks for listening, everyone. Be sure to follow our Instagram at Behind the Rose Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, comment, like, and give us all five of those damn stars. Behind the Rose is recorded on site at the world famous Grizzly Rose or wherever we happen to be. See you next time, Behind the Rose.